What's up, everybody, and welcome to Melanated and Unbothered. I'm your host, Ronnie. Today, we have a very special episode featuring a very special guest. Today's topic is virginity. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Stay tuned. Keep it locked. You don't want to miss out. Welcome back to Melanated and Unbothered. As I stated before, we have a very special guest joining us on today's episode of Virginity and Sexuality Surrounding Black Women, Miss Janin Simmons. Hey, Janin. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good, all right. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so today's episode is focusing around virginity, um, as I stated, um, and sexuality surrounding Black women. And um, first things first, like what does virginity mean to you or what have you been told, uh, what, like what have, have, have society taught you what virginity is? Virginity has always been like the first time, like I guess you haven't had sex yet. A lot of people consider it only vaginal sex. Some people consider all forms of sex. I've even seen some people say that, like, if you masturbate, that's seen as you losing your virginity. What? Yeah. Like, someone was like, if you're riding a horse and your hymen pops, then that means you aren't a virgin anymore. So, it's pretty odd politics their opportunity. That is odd. That is very odd. I mean, I ride a bike, I rode a bike as a kid. Does that mean? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I'm gonna stop. (laughs) Um, I would say, um, for me, I feel like it's what I can relate to literally everything you just said, um, minus the horse part. I, I mean, that <laughs> that kind of threw me off guard for a second. But I was always told that you're no longer a virgin if you have sexual intercourse. I was under the impression as I've gotten older that anal didn't count, oral didn't count, masturbation didn't count. I guess it just depends on. I guess everyone's upbringing or what how conservative you are or, yeah that too I mean yeah I will say that I mean like, I, yeah I, yeah I agree because <laughs> um, I feel like if that was the case for a lot of those then everybody was losing their virginities like under the age of 10 so I just think uh, yeah that's odd the whole horseback riding yeah and masturbation <laughs> I, I thought that was weird because I mean, multiple ways to do it. Yeah, I mean, mo- yeah, most boys do it, most girls do it, and children, babies, toddlers, they do it, but they don't know that that's what it is. It's just a, a feeling of pleasure to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for those of y'all that studied uh, early childhood development, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, um, I've, I've pretty much had like the same. Uh, I've been taught the same ideas about virginity. Um, I've always had this, I guess, Cinderella type of thing surrounding virginity. Like, oh, like it's it's supposed to be magical. It's supposed to be with this person and da 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 da. But when I was a teenager and even in middle school, I was scared shitless about having sex because of STIs. And in seventh mm-hmm. grade, we had this whole video that that showcased people people's genitals with 
who were infected by all these STIs and STDs, like herpes, chlamydia, gonorrhea. So, I mean, you can imagine a, a seventh grader like, hell to the now, like, I will not partake in that. Um, yeah, they took us on this huge field trip in the eighth grade, and it was just nothing but pictures of deteriorating genitals. I'm like, this isn't effective, but go off. Shit, it was effective for me because I was like, hell no, nah, bro. I'm good. <laughs> Even the crabs part, like, oh. I was like, you could still contract that no matter, it doesn't matter if you were protected or not. I, like, yeah, crabs is like a hygiene thing. I think, like, if somebody if you share clothes with someone and they don't wash their clothes, or if you go long enough, like, the parasite can develop inside of you. That's how <gasps> I've always heard it. Oh, god! Oh, god! Jeez. So, when people are like, Oh, it's an STD, I'm like, I don't. I feel like they should have taught us about contraception before they taught us about abstinence. Because it's like, sex is going to happen. Regardless. The same people teaching us this are the same people who didn't use condoms. It's like you have a plethora of children, but go off. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I think seventh grade like kind of scared me shitless. Um, mm-hmm. I think eighth and ninth grade uh, was a little different. I mean, I was around kids that were obviously fucking pretty, pretty young. And... Um, I was like, I'm not about to partake. Uh, also, too, like, I always had this idea of I wanted my first time to be, you know, like like the love and basketball scene. <laughs> A mutual first. Yes, yes, yes. Like, the, I wanted the first to be like, oh, like, amazing, Maxwell playing in the background, you know, but that ain't happened. Um, and also, too, like, I wanted it to be with somebody I wanted to remember. And I was all, I always had that idea stuck in my head that if I had sex with whomever in high school or middle school or whatever, I got to remember this, this, this boy for the rest of my life. So I was like, no, nah, I'm okay. And then I also had that whole, I mean, I think a lot of us have that upbringing of, like, don't be fast and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was kind of, like, my whole thing regarding virginity and Eventually, I lost my virginity at 24, and, you know, <laughs> I st- damn, I still remember that person. But it's, it's not a bad thing. But And if you lost it young, like, kudos to you. Like, I, I learned a little later in life. <laughs> um, how did you feel, like, how, how do you feel about, like, virginity? Like, do you express a lot of emphasis on it? Like, it are important like is it, is it extremely important to you or is it not people have this really like romanticized version of what virginity is like oh it makes you a better person you can focus if you aren't a focused person sex is not the reason why you're not focused you just aren't focused you're using that as an excuse Facts. people also make virginity like a stab at other people mm-hmm. like we're all sexual beings. That's literally how all of us got here in some way. Mm-hmm. So for you to use it to further police little black girls, to me, virginity politics indirectly are anti-black mm-hmm. because it contributes to the, like, the adultification of little black girls. Not only do you teach little black girls that you need to abstain from sex, but also abstain from anything associated with being fast or being sexual so acrylic nails colored hair 
even a lot of our girls develop faster than other girls and that can be like a hormonal thing mm-hmm. teaching girls that if you come to school and you have on leggings it's a problem for you if you're more rotund but it's perfectly fine for little Caitlin with the swiggy legs to do it like <laughs> it, not swiggy <laughs> legs <laughs> it's like I was and like we had a conversation about this over the summer and this girl was like the assistant principal flat out told them that the reason why the black girls get dress coded more is because they develop faster and I'm like every black girl isn't going to be this curvy person and mm-hmm. I think that's another thing that can cause some insecurity among black girlhood it's like using virginity politics and then adultifying black kids like we should be allowed to be little girls without having to be somebody's little sex object first mm-hmm. without having to feel like a stranger in our own bodies and without having to feel like we have to be this unnaturally docile version of ourselves to be seen as quote-unquote respectable mm-hmm. yeah and i i totally agree even with the whole um black girls develop faster than anybody else i was also having this conversation in the classroom um this past summer and i just re- i remember being a kid being in fifth grade and i was coming from a school where it was predominantly black and then I went to a school where it was predominantly white and entering into this type of institution um, everybody around me was hella skinny real Mm -hmm. thin, pencil legs no curves, nothing I'm up here in 5th grade I had already started my period Um, the majority of kids didn't even know what the hell that was like we're still going through human growth and development classes and I'm being told, oh, um, Ronette, you need to um, probably not wear that skirt because your legs are 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 the th- you thick, <laughs> like you think <laughs> you got booty, and and I'll, and it was weird because I was uh, uh, a a uh, a woman teacher told me uh, told me that she was like, oh, like um, you know, you probably need like a, a longer skirt or whatever, because I guess every time I, I bent down. You know, I mean, I was a curvier kid. I was a chunk. I was a thicker kid at the time. And uh, I just didn't understand because everyone around me at the school previous to that was curvy and developing. Like, I wouldn't even say curvy. I would just say we just all, a lot of us were developing faster than most. And not everybody was, but a lot of the girls were. Um, And it just made me kind of self-conscious. So, like, I would always wear jackets in fifth and sixth grade. And even throughout middle school, you know, just making sure I wore clothing that was bigger, um, that wasn't as snug, you know. And I was double D's by eighth grade. So I feel like going through those situations kind of made me like, oh, shoot, I got to cover up because my body is being sexualized by everyone else. And I'm like, I am just a kid. Like, just because I have curves does not mean that I'm expressing sexuality or whatever. It's just y'all are just being low-key predatory and just looking at me wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's how my mom was when she grew up. She um, has a... Like, she has a big butt, pretty butt. And I guess she's always been like that starting, I think, fifth or sixth grade. And she said that, like, men around her neighborhood would say, like, little offhand comments about her, like, hey, young girl, come in and stuff like that. Or, oh, she's fast. Mm -hmm. 
they said that like she couldn't go onto the cheerleading team because she was quote unquote too big, even though she was better than the other cheerleaders. So, wow. Yeah, That's the, so the school system is high key traumatizing to black girls. Not really. Like, like even the narrower, thinner black girls still have to deal with adultification and Mm -hmm. being sexualized even when you look at tv Mm -hmm. when you see younger girls who are thicker Mm -hmm. they're usually depicted as overly sexual and really aggressive you know Mm -hmm. yeah no absolutely um that also reminds me of uh who was it i think i was watching one-on-one and Mm -hmm. um you know, I think Brianna's character, I mean, what are they, 10th grade? 10th or 11th grade? I think. Maybe they were 9th grade. Yeah, 9th grade. And I remember the whole wearing, trying, wanting to wear thongs, right? As mm-hmm. uh, for underwear. And I know, like, me personally, like, as a kid, my mom was not letting me wear no thongs. I didn't even know. I wasn't wearing no thongs. I remember there were girls wearing thongs, but, like, I didn't know. I was like, oh, well, I got these cute-ass underwear from Target, so I don't care. But, now, one-on-one, there was this huge issue with her dad and her, you know, his trying to gain his permission to wear thongs. And uh, actually, no, it wasn't one-on-one. It was actually the Bernie Mac show <laughs> and his niece. And he didn't want her wearing thongs. And he was like, no, because she don't need to. Like, she gonna have men staring at her. And I'm like, that's the problem. It's men staring. It's not her. Like, yeah. she don't want her underwear to show. She has to go to prom and wear a certain type of underwear. Why is it an issue? Because men are going to stare. Men going to stare regardless. So she can have a whole sweatsuit on and they'll still stare at her. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's always they, crazy. Because they do the whole, oh, I wonder what's underneath the thing. Okay. It's like, no matter where you go, you're mm-hmm. going to be. It was always a culture shock when I heard like a lot of my white classmates who talk about how like thongs are the most comfortable. I'm like, you wear those. <laughs> right. Then I'm like, yo, I'm going to let you wear those. Because, <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, it, like, Victoria's Secret and, like, other lingerie brands aside, there's actually a practical use for underwear like that. Like, I hear that if you buy the right size and comfortable, it's not this super sexual thing that it's always been made to be. So. Right. Right. And I and I didn't understand, really, the, the purpose of thongs until later. I mean, could be obviously like you were in a certain dress, especially a form fitting dress. You don't want your underwear to show. It's like, all right, I got it. You know, I didn't understand the big deal about it, but now I get it. It's like certain things. It's like, if I can see your panty line through it, it's like, all right, maybe you should have chose different underwear, but to each his own. <laughs> um, what do you think uh, society expects of women when it comes to sex, especially black women? It's weird for black women because on one hand, it's like we're too sexual and that's why I get with white girls. <laughs> so it's like it inherently painting us as this really Jezebel archetype. Like, oh, they're too sexual. They're disgusting. They don't know who their father is. They don't know who the father of their child is. But then in the same side, black women aren't sexual enough. So that's why I get with white women. Pretty much we're always pitted against white women when it comes to our sexuality a lot of times now. Mm -hmm. We're either not sexual enough or we're too sexual. Mm. And a lot of that feeds into desirability. 
Yeah. And I think oftentimes, too, people, especially men, correlate um, sexuality with femininity. It's mm-hmm. like those two are completely different. Those are two different things. I mean, everyone expresses their sexuality very different. And I think also, too, people correlate sexuality when someone's being sensual, especially like in the case of um, Chloe from uh, from uh, yes. Chloe and Hallie. They're, the way that people are are literally sexualizing her, and mind you, she's a grown ass woman. You know, and I get it. We watched her pretty much grow up within the last, you know, five years or whatever. But it's like everyone just sexualized her because she was dancing or whatever, and that, and because she's curvy. Like, okay, yeah. let her be. But, she, but the funny thing is, like, we watched Beyonce grow up in the same way she was only 17 when she came out and she was sexualized then so Mm -hmm. that just goes to show or she was 16 Mm -hmm. so that just goes to show how much adultification is attributed to black girls you know it was perfectly fine for her to be the bootylicious girl the bootylicious lead singer from Destiny's Child but when it comes to this other woman that she previously associated with being whimsical and more docile now that she is embracing sexuality that was kind of attributed to her like people were talking about how she was sick and all this other stuff just before but now that she's in the silhouette challenge it's a problem and people want to create apps to take the silhouette off the picture oh god which is like so it's rooted in like you don't want us to own our bodies right you can own it all you want right and i feel like men men just feel like they have access to what to women's bodies like they just have access mm-hmm. to everything that we do I'm like listen if you don't have a menstrual cycle once a month if you don't got this going on if you don't gotta do that please don't say nothing to me like and don't even and, and, if, and, if, and, if, and even if you are a woman like because there were some women that were literally like going at Chloe for yes push for your her. Hand, like put your fucking hand down nobody is gonna pick you it's okay right also too <laughs> I feel like People just in general, like people in general get mad at shit that they can't do or don't have the courage to do. So if you mad because you don't got that confidence, don't don't get mad because the next girl is doing it. You know, I feel like at the end of the day, people just be mad because they can't do it themselves or they don't want to. Well, they don't want to because they can't <laughs> or they don't have the confidence to do so. So it's just odd to me that even some women are contributing to that whole like... I guess I can't even articulate she it. Should, she should be more conservative. What is wrong with her? That yeah, and I think also too, like people when Chloe and Holly came out, I think everyone just like I guess put them in a box of like, oh my god, like good girls, like they're not doing anything or whatever. And we all seen like how curvy, you know, the both of them are. Well, more so uh, Chloe, but I'm just all like, why did y'all put them in a box right off the bat? Like, I don't understand that. And then why do you feel like (coughs) they can remain this, like... First of all, they don't owe us shit. (laughs) So whatever they do... And then also, too, like, we're also... We were all kids. We were all in middle school, high school, college. And even now, like, a lot of us have done way crazier shit than these girls. So why do we feel like they need to police these women? I'm not even going to say girls. They're women. Right. And even as, like... Even if you are more conservative, like, get off these people's backs. <laughs> it's right. not hurting you, so what's the problem? Right. It's, 
um, social media be getting on my nerves, I swear. Um, but yeah, I just, I just found that like crazy. And also too, um, when Beyonce came out at 16, what was it? No, no, no. The slow one. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, and, and there was women even younger than, than Beyonce. Like you had Monica, you had Brandy. All of them were like 15, 14 years old. Aaliyah. Hello, 14 years old. Like, it ain't nothing but a number by a dude who is a known pedophile. <laughs> like, come right. on now. Yes, exactly. But I just feel like everyone wants to t- pick and choose what they want to talk about. And they, like, I'm like, were y'all, were y'all just sitting here just twiddling your thumbs when all this shit was going on then? Like, it, it's weird. It's like people choose what they want to talk about, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's odd. Um, uh, what, um, what have you experienced, I guess, in, in high school and even now, like with peer pressure um, re- in relation to sex? Like, have you experienced any of that? Have you witnessed it? Um, for me, <laughs> when I grew up, I was always the person that they're like, oh, we're going to find you a man. This is as early as like sixth grade. That was mostly because they were afraid that I was a lesbian. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Then in high school, I always got heard that, oh, it'll happen someday. So it's like, you an ugly bitch, but it's okay. <laughs> so it's like, in high- in college, it's weird to see the flip. Now it's not cool to be a virgin anymore. So now it's like, oh, something's wrong with virgins. I don't want to teach them everything, even though you don't know shit yourself. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> For me, like, just on a personal scale, it's more so, I guess, piecing myself back together if that makes any sense like I've always kind of separated myself from my sexuality and from my body mm-hmm. so bringing all three of those parts back together so it's like this would be me <laughs> Janin in a sexual situation this is not abnormal this is not disgusting there's nothing wrong with your body that's kind of like the internal monologue mm-hmm. that I would have to adopt once sexual activity occurred in my life so Mm. Mm. wow I I mean I never thought of it that way but like it's it's interesting to hear you know um, I guess peer pressure for me I don't think I've ever been peer pressured to do anything I just kind of yeah I specifically middle school high school not really um when I was at my community college before I went to Georgia State, um, there was, I was I started dating somebody and uh, yeah I started dating someone and I think this person low key was I don't even say low key he actually was like pressuring me he was more like you know this is all we gonna do like you know and, like we would just like we would just be kissing in the car. And he was like, "Are we gonna be doing this kissing?" I'm like, "Yeah, nigga." <laughs> like, what? We thought he was gonna get some in the car. Right. And, <laughs> like, right. And um, and you know, at one time after this, almost at the the last day of class, um, it almost happened in the car. Um, this was after like maybe three or four months of like seeing one another. This is my first experience with a fuck boy, so it almost happened, but it didn't. Thank God. Um, but men, the way dudes are like, and trying to make you feel bad for not putting out, 
or whatever, like, especially when it's your first time and then try to make you feel guilty after you've done it. Like, I think that shit is so wild to me. It's like, mm. wait, you was after it. Now that you got it, you want to dog me out or you want to be like, oh, you should have waited long, longer or whatever, or you shouldn't have given it to me. It's just so odd yes. and weird. Like, it's always your fault. But I right. think the way we problematize virginity or the way that we have made virginity a thing in the first place and then problematize it only for women is annoying. Like, mm-hmm. even when you look at how T.I. talked about his daughter, Deja, like, oh, who oh, wants God. a virgin and who this? First of all, why the hell did you put this out for the public eye? Now this girl can't do anything without somebody. Oh, I bet she's not a virgin now. Like, Jesus. And she even talked about it because she wanted to do, I think it was either the busted challenge or the silhouette challenge. And she was like, I won't do it for obvious reasons because I can only imagine how people are going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, she's not a virgin anymore. She ought to be ashamed. And it's like, why would you do that to your own child? Right. And it's like, oh, because she's dancing a certain way, she's no longer a virgin. I swear, folks kill me. <laughs> Again, when the white girls get up there, even when Iggy Azalea and other quote-unquote thicker white girls get out and they dance how they want to dance, that's, oh, they're living freely. It's so beautiful. It's so sweet. It's not, oh, she's a whore. <laughs> or, oh, right. She slept with somebody. I'm like, I, ooh, like the the whole the, it's so weird. Weird, like I said once again, like how people pick and choose, like what is okay and what's not. And I feel like everything that black women do is listed as not okay. But if anybody else do what black women do or or just do anything, it's like oh, it's it's praise, yeah. you know. And it's so fucked up, and it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, it is. And man, I, I feel like now in our in our society, um, I feel like black women are just doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Women in general, but I feel like a lot of black women are just like fuck it. Like I don't care. Like I'm a I'm a keep I'm a keep doing me. I think a lot of black women are just doing themselves. Um, we might as well. And I. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. Like, you're going to hate me if I do it or not. So, yeah, for you know, and it's of societal validation because it's not going to get you validated. It's, it's really not. <laughs> it's really not. Whether you, I can honestly say, like, as someone that waited until, waited for however long until I lost my virginity, like, I can honestly look back and be like, what what for? I mean, for because I was, like, conditioned or because I had a certain, like, I, I put high importance on something. I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, your virginity is not important. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying to go lose it to let the crack hit on the street. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying, what I'm saying is do it when you're ready. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just do it when you're ready and when you feel like it and with somebody you like. You don't got to wait until oh, like I got to lose it with another virgin. I got to lose it with a football player. I got to lose it with Prince Charming, uh, you don't you don't gotta do all that. Like you you do it with the person that you feel comfortable with. Um, and I think you had said something along the lines of people were uh, assuming that you were were a lesbian because you did not mm-hmm. have sex or what? What grade? Sixth grade? Yeah, like that. it was because like oh, that's I've a bunch of bullshit. To, you never talked to a boy. I'm like I've never talked to a girl. So maybe I was asexual. You never. Know. It's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, trust me, sweetheart. I don't want you either, baby. It's okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know what? I had somebody. I had. I've actually had a few people. Um, ask me if I was a lesbian because I'd never been I had never been with anybody I had never been with a dude and you made a fair point right there I ain't never been with no chick either so what like it's like maybe I'm like y'all I'm not rushing to be with these odd dudes I'm sorry right I'm not I'm not ready to be with the rest of the population because I'm like if they trash (laughs) even now as adults I, I can only imagine the type of trash they were when we were in high school and middle school Exactly. Like point proven. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, going back to um, just black women owning it, I feel like um, I feel like we're just we're just owning our shit, owning our sexuality and and sensuality too. I feel like that needs to be included because I, I think people don't understand the difference. And I'm not about to break down into the <laughs> definitions, but look it up. Um, but I feel like when Chloe was doing her videos and when she came on and she was trying to explain herself, and I was like, girl, you don't got to explain yourself to yeah, nobody. No everything. one. Yeah. I'm like, y'all really out here like making her, cry, like making people cry. And you know, what is she like? How old is she? Like, yeah, 22. 22? 22. I'm like, bro, what was we all doing at 22 years old? It's like people just, it's like people just started placing all these respectability politics. I'm like, just because you hit a certain age demographic doesn't mean you have to start placing respectability politics on, on certain folks, right? Because you notice, like, Freaknik was what? Late 80s, yeah. early 90s. And those people are being like, y'all don't need to be out there. Y'all fast. Like, those same people yes. that was at Freaknik is out here trying to tell folks what to do. And I'm just like, like bruh, but you're like, the only generation acts or... like because there was no camera that, oh, it didn't happen. It did. <laughs> you got three kids it off of it. You it did. Happen. It, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> not, not three kids. <laughs> that's the oh, other thing I don't um, like. Older pixies, I think, are the worst. It's like, they don't have any other value uh, outside of their sexuality, so they adopt this weird cougar-esque pick-me-ism, like, oh, you need to stop getting with those young girls, get with an old seasoned woman. It's like, girl. What? It's like, ma'am, have that energy <laughs> with anything other than this. Have that energy with anything other than male validation, okay? Have more to say for yourself in your right. 40s, please. <laughs> Right. Or I'm at the very least, not... stop trying to come at the younger people because they actively are useful. It, it, it's like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm learning that hate. So strange. So strange. That internalized massage. Right. You just mad because you're not younger. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember you mentioning, mentioning something. I mean, you talked about it briefly. The whole um, young boys. Um, getting with uh older women i'm I'm talking about like children uh like i remember that one boy the boozy situation right didn't what did did pretty much when his child i think the child turned 13 or 15 he was like he was going to pay an adult to perform oral sex on him and i'm like that's definitely right and you would be indeed facilitating the rape of your own child and people are like oh he's a young boy he would like it 
I think sexual assault of children in the black community isn't handled properly, be it young boy or young girl. For young boy, it is seen as this is a badge of honor. He's finally becoming a man, even though he's indeed a child. And then, yeah, like a young girl is seen as, oh, she was fat and she deserved it, which contributes to the adultification, again, of young black kids. And it's like, we have to do better when it comes to establishing healthier sexual politics for our children. Teaching them autonomy, mm-hmm. teaching them consent, teaching them appropriate age dynamics. Like, you should not be, even if you're legal, you should not be 18 with a 35-year-old. If you as a parent sit by and watch something like mm-hmm. that, you failed as a parent. Period. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, I don't... When it... <laughs> And that's that's a few things. That, there's a few things that I've witnessed growing up, and especially like in the Midwest, because um, I lived in the Midwest and also in California. But what I noticed when visiting family, like out of town or whatever, there would be the whole uh, letting the little boys, I guess, dance with the older women, or just like stuff that was like. I look back now, like okay, that's kind of out of pocket, like. And then I saw, and then someone sent me something on Instagram recently of the young boy. I think he, that boy had to be 10 years old, maybe younger than that, but at a strip club and the stripper like dancing all over him. I'm like, that is not okay. Like who was letting their child right. in there? Like, Just like this one lady, what? she hired a stripper for an eight year old's birthday party. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Something's in the water, Janet. Something has to be in the water because I'm trying to figure out, like, why did you the shipper, okay? why did you because accept this job? <laughs> like, because folks place huge importance on money. Like, if it's monetary, they don't give a fuck. People will, mm-hmm. people don't care. They don't. Or like, you don't. Right. It's not my I'm son, like, so. You can and tell an eight year old <laughs> from an 18 year old. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you need to get busted out your head for that. <laughs> Right. It's 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 just so odd. Um I think another thing too was seeing or I remember like Degrassi and some of those at those little series that would come on mm-hmm. as we were growing up pretty much um I mean displays of homophobia against mm-hmm. young boys who are still virgins, which I thought was crazy. I'm like, wait, what? Like it's so odd, like it's taboo to even hear to even hear that a teenage boy is a virgin. It's like, what? Or even older than that. You know, I remember when uh, this one actor who played in the New Edition movie, he said that he had never had sex. I don't want to say his name, but he said he never had sex, but everybody was like, little what? Boy? But then he's the also adult getting... cast? No, 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 no. It, adults. It, adults. I think it was... Uh... No, I don't say his name because it's already out there in the public. Uh, Woody. Oh, really? Woody I McClane. never knew that. The one that played, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's still his bit. It's still his business now. But, um, but yeah, like people were making a huge issue of it on social media, and I felt like there was nothing wrong with that. Like that is okay. I mean, whether you lose your virginity at 30, 35, tw- uh, I mean, I won't say twelve, but whatever. You know, young, younger than those age, under the age of eighteen. Like that's your business. You know, as long as there is consent and everything is yeah. just consensual. Um, but yeah, like I, I found that funny. Like that was really odd. And 
you know, I'm like, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Like if you did not have sex, it's just you either choose to or you choose not to, you know? Same thing with um, Yvonne or Reggie. Like people were like, you 35 girl, you ain't never had sex. Like you play oh, Molly very well. Wow. Like, I want to say one of the Maori sisters, I want to say it was Tamara. <laughs> she didn't lose hers until 29. I think that's a... Yeah, and okay. people were trying to clown her about it. Like, because I think she lost it to her husband. So people were trying to clown her about it. I'm like, it's not that serious. I'm like, get out of people's bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's not that serious. I mean, I mean, who they sleeping with ain't going to help you out. So sure. it's just like, there is no point in, in doing that. You know, like, whether you were 14 and lost it on someone's couch, you know, or 29 with your husband, like, it's okay. It is all right. Um, do you have any, I'd, I want to, well, any thoughts or advice to those who may be waiting or um, who may be waiting to have sex or who are in a rush to have sex if they haven't or to those who are young? Like, what would you say to those oh, people? I guess I would say move at your own rate. Uh, be as safe as you can be. You know, protection is always important. Um, don't let anyone mm-hmm. pressure you. Anyone who pressures you is not worthy of your virginity. Okay, they're not worthy of sex with you in general, even if you have previously had sex before. Like, all of your sexual encounters should be you and the person mutually consenting without coercion. I think that's something we don't discuss enough mm-hmm. in public school. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but take your time. I mean, you don't have to get too lost in your head about it. There's nothing wrong with you, and there's nothing wrong with anyone else who has not lost their virginity. Also, experience does not equate to skill. Stop letting people tell you that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Emphasis on how many times you've been fucking <laughs> does not mean that you are experienced or uh, know what you're doing. Also okay? to the young boys and young <laughs> girls out here, please do not let porn dictate you. Uh, that's most of the shit right, most of the shit you see mm. is painful. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stay away from people's cervix. Yes, absolutely. Okay, that shit hurts. Pay attention to your partner. There is no point to prove. It's not a contest. It's not a marathon. It's not a sprint. It, it is just an encounter. Okay. Right. It's not a marathon or And please, to the young guys, please <laughs> masturbate first. Okay, that way you can last. Okay, nobody wants. <laughs> I understand. Nobody wants, in the words of Missy Elliott, a one minute man. Excited. We understand. <laughs> That's why we encourage you to. Also, foreplay is also <laughs> important when it comes to sexual encounters. Okay, it warms her up while you cool down a little. Okay. Um, yeah, also, no means yes. no at any point in the encounter. Remember that, okay? It ends, yeah, and no can mean a many things, it can be I'm not sure or I don't want to, I want to take my time, let's slow things down. It can, listen, you know what? I'm having second thoughts, all that yeah. shit, means and that goes no. men okay. and women, okay? All inclusive, all inclusive, yes. Also, if you're all over inclusive. 18, all of your partners need to also be over 18. Okay. Even if the person True. is just 17, True. I wouldn't even do it. Okay. Right. <laughs> you can wait. Exactly. Yes. So, 
Exactly. You can wait for what's another twelve months. Okay, also, you can go ahead and wait. To the young girls, um, you aren't more mature than everyone else. He's a predator. It's okay. Well, no, it's not okay. Get away from him. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Get away from him. Get away from him. Yeah. If a man tells you that, yeah, you're mature, you're mature for your age, uh-uh, run. Don't let these men groom you because that's what they will do. They will groom you into, you know, being their partner and they will take advantage of you. Um, I don't and care how old you are. You when you whether you're too old for them. And too old can exactly. just be three years from now. Yeah. Right. Because you can be... 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, it doesn't even matter, you know? And if that person is over the age of 18 and you are under the age of 18, say no. It don't matter if you love them. No, you don't. Just run. Men and yeah. women included, <laughs> once yeah, again. because what was it? R. Kelly, I heard a story. It was like he was talking to this girl he thought was underage. And then when he found out that she was college age, he stopped talking to her. This is before he got famous. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, avoid those type of men if you can. Right, or the ones that say, I just feel like we on the same level. You as a grown-ass no. man should not be no. on the same level as a child. Or a grown-ass woman. Exactly. Yeah, that too, that too. Listen, Antoine mm. Fisher, hello. That movie was so um, depressing. Yeah. Traumatizing. Girl, you tell him? Man, I don't know, not I mean, they all traumatizing. Same thing with for colored girls, but that's a whole Also, to anyone who is um, <laughs> within the queer community, do you, there is no such thing as correction, okay? If you are attracted to people of the same sex, that is just what you are, okay? I see a lot of stories where it's like people try to correct that it doesn't exist. If your parents tried to put you through that, understand that your parents are homophobic and they do not value you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And that whole consent, that consenting thing goes across all... No matter how you identify, no matter what your sexual and orientation is. it can happen is. at any point, too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just have to be the initial yes or no. It can happen during... <laughs> right. Yes. Any point. Yeah. 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 Was it? Uh, for example, Higher Learning, if you guys have not yes. seen Higher Learning, there's a scene right there where she said no while in the middle of it. It still means no, If the person okay? is asleep, that means so, no, too. Right, if they drunk, yeah, it also <laughs> like because I remember being younger, like, oh well, if they were both drunk, if somebody is spry and coordinated enough to rape your unconscious form, they weren't drunk too. <laughs> okay, might be a little tipsy, might be a little buzz, right. but they definitely had a little more coherence than you did, and they took advantage of that. Right, absolutely, and it can be your partner. It can be your own yes. partner. You know, it can be your boyfriend. It can be your girlfriend. It could be your husband, your wife, any of that. It, it people listen. It doesn't have to be a complete stranger or, or or another family member or whatever. It can be your own part. It can be the person that you're in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind as well. Like if you sleep and he trying to, you know, or she's trying to like, come on, babe, you know, like and trying to hop mm-hmm. on and all that other stuff. Listen, you sleep. That is a problem. No. No, 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 no. I before we go, I had an incident similar to that. <laughs> it's not funny, but 
I it was with a, it was with an ex, and uh, I was asleep, and he was like trying to I guess get around in real quick, and I was all like, no, bro, like I'm dead asleep, and he like he like turned me turned me over, and um, you know he was like filling all up on me, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine, and Danny and all, but bro, I literally had to be like, yo, do you want another? Do you want a Me Too movement here? Then stop. And he was all like, what? Like, he he, he, like, he was all like, damn, like, wow. I was like, you don't do that shit. Like, I am sleep. Like, if you don't see me reacting to any of it, that means no, nigga. <laughs> like, don't, no. Right, what? And he, I mean, he was pissed, but he was like, how could you ever say anything? I was like, listen, you already know. I don't care how long you know each other. It does not matter. I am dead sleep. So, I mean, sometimes you got to cut some motherfucker out to let, <laughs> let them know, like, even saying no, like no, they need to understand right. that no means no. So also, just be like, careful. Y'all. Away from the grueling image of a rapist, a rapist isn't this like predator with three eyes and a growl. Yeah, in the bushes. It could be <laughs> a friend who waited for you to get drunk to finally decide. Oh, I thought it was my time to move in. Why would you wait until somebody's incapacitated if it was copacetic, right? <laughs> It could be the boyfriend that is a little too insistent and was a little too insistent with the other woman that he dated. It's the person that just straight up didn't Mm -hmm. ask and just started doing shit before it was clear (laughs) whether you were comfortable with it or not. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be, oh, I ended up in the hospital half dead. It could just be a simple matter of this person genuinely made me uncomfortable. This person violated me. That's all it takes for it to be considered Mm -hmm. for sexual assault. Yeah. Rape is, doesn't always include, like, I mean, of course, rape is, is violent in itself, the actual act, but it does not always include punches, bruises, kicks, stab, all that. No, like, you can easily just, like, have been forced to just have sex. And that is rape. It does not always have to be brutal, you know, for it to be rape. So just so that y'all are clear on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's I think that's it for today <laughs> for today's episode. But um, I thank y'all for uh, tuning in and listening, and thank you so much, Janet. I appreciate you. Um, oh, tell um, tell everybody about your blog. It is called Capital B Black. <laughs> the website is b l k a l l c a p s dot com. Uh, it is essentially like a digital portfolio at this point. I've uploaded some original works of fiction um eventually there will be think pieces especially if y'all continue to treat black women like second class citizens there will definitely be some thoughts on that once it gets bigger there will also be a chance for other creators to share their poetry or their fiction or whatever form of creative art that they have Yes. I'm so excited. Y'all, like, I really need to check out Black All Caps. Like, I'm telling y'all, like, I was reading it the other day. I mean, listen, I can, I can hype Janet all day, all day long. It is so good, y'all. Like, Janet is a really good writer. Like, y'all will really appreciate the creativity that she brings to all uh, uh, Black All Caps. Excuse me. Um, but yes, make sure y'all go check it out. And they can also follow you on yes. Instagram, right? Jan, Jan from, from Corporate. Corporate? J-A-N-F-R-O-M. Corporate. C-O-R-P-O-R-I-T. Yeah. I think it's a word. 
Okay, Jan from Corporate. I'll go ahead and list that um, on the post today. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And once again, Janet, I appreciate Thanks you so for much for coming. Um, this has been Melanated Unbothered. Peace.